Hello everyone, my name is Andrew Wang, and I will be your amateur historian for the rest of time. Now, you've already heard me talk about the Civil War Union soldiers' uniform, foodstuffs, weapons, day in life, fighting stuff, but there is another side to the American Civil War soldier. The Confederates, although the Confederates may not be as well trained as the Union soldiers, they were an outstanding military force and deserves to be discussed. Now, one of the key features of the Confederate soldier's uniform is the grayness. It had a usual Confederate soldier would have a gray frock shell coat. With golden buttons, although the buttons may be different because you know no supplies. The trousers can be many colors, and it was especially more complicated during the beginning of the war, where you know you couldn't really tell the difference. There was this one, there was this one unit that wore American Revolutionary War clothes. Woo! Oh, awesome! In the middle of the. Nineteenth century,、uh, God, whoo! That's smart. Now, their pants or trousers can be different colors. It could be union blue,、uh, rebel gray, or if you're really fancy, butterscotch. Like no one ever like why. Now, as you can pretty much tell, they're not exactly for camouflage. Instead, all these stuff is more, more specifically for stuff like making sure you don't shoot Tommy, Billy Ink, Billy Ink. So yeah, it, it wasn't, it wasn't that good. The camouflage wasn't that good. You could see them in droves. Ah. <sighs> It's not that good for the technology all the time, which I covered yesterday. Now, the Confederate soldier also had a little kepi. Now there aren't; they aren't actually kepis. They look like kepis, but they usually had things that looked like the stuff that I wear on my YouTube channel. By the same name of this podcast, go check it out. It's more popular and better. Now, the uniform of the Confederate soldier may be pretty usual until you look at what they use to uh kill people. Now, unlike Union, unlike the Unions and Federals. Guess what?、Uh, no, they did not have massive industrial power. Instead, the South had little farmers with, with their slaves. <laughs> But、uh, they did have some industry for guns. There were a bunch of a bunch of weird prototypes that literally nobody ever used. But mainly, they bought their stuff from Europe. Their favorite, their favorite to buy from, was England. 
with their clear, high-quality Enfield rifles. They got the most high-quality with the ramming rods, uh, the original numbers printed on it, and of course, the bayonet. Because what's more fun than shooting somebody, than stabbing something, somebody with your gun with a blade attached to it? <laughs> it's just so appealing. Plus, you can see it up close. Ugh, gross. That's going to be very gory. Now, Enfield rifles were very unique. They were high-quality weapons that could even rival the Union Troops' Springfield musket. Ha! Oh, take that, Billy Egg! Checkmate. Highly unpopular internet show, but it's still good. You can learn a lot from it. Now, the Confederate soldier because of all of these shortage shortages, would only use low-quality weapons besides the Enfield. Meanwhile, if they couldn't supply a few troops, then those troops would usually bring guns from home. For example, a bunch of sawed-barreled, double-barrel shotguns which proves that they were a thing much before that we think of it. Double-barrel shotguns, they were very popular, especially among the cavalry. But hunting rifles were much more common than the usual Enfield, because Enfields are, like, way, way too, uh, way too good, way too good and way too expensive. And all of that... It just brings together the conclusion that the Confederacy did not really have enough fighting power to stand up against the North with its industrial might. And it kind of is a shining beacon atop a hill. So, I'm sure that will stand out. But, what about the food? Well, the food was much worse. So, uh, they would sometimes supply their troops with stuff like a heart attack, which I talked about in my last episode. But, really, what do you think? They have shortages even in grain. America was able to outproduce them when it comes to agriculture. Who knew? Who knew? Even if there's like 4%... 4% of the entire southern population were slaves. And because of that, yeah, they didn't really get good stuff to eat. While the Union troops were throwing up, were throwing up over flour and sugar and coffee, the Confederate troops were ripping their guts out and barfing out blood and whatever he ever ate, and his brain falls out, and his eyes just melt away, you know, gory stuff. Yeah, they don't really have much. Instead of grain, instead of wheat, instead of flour, oh my god, flour was not, flour was not even common at the time, what? Instead of all of that nice stuff, they gave cornmeal. I'd like to say that the Confederates stop complaining about their cornmeal because 
I actually like cornmeal muffins, bread, cornmeal, anything much more than flour bread. So just 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 stop wasting your time talking about how it's so bad because it's really good, okay? Also rice was pretty common, but you know, like whoever wanted to get rice. I mean like right <sighs> Now, their lifestyle was pretty similar. They read newspapers, they wrote letters, and a few soldiers, like Sam R. Watkins, who happened to be a Confederate soldier in the Battle of Kennesaw Mountain, which I I love. Go check out the episodes on that. But you might be thinking, okay, it's not that bad. Not that good. It's in between. Oh, yeah, I forgot to mention what else they had to eat. So, they also had salted horse to eat, which is sometimes just salted beef and sometimes literally salted horse. Also, their drinks. They couldn't really supply much coffee, so they would use substitutes, which is basically replacing salt Vinegar doesn't really work that well, especially if you mix them together. It's not gonna end well. And yeah, if they were lucky, they get coffee. If they were lucky, then they get mildly clean water. If they were extremely lucky, aka like every single soldier once a year, they will get completely clean water. Most of the time, they just get the water out of out of a well. Mm. Mm, I guess win win. Now, although all these hardships were like that, how about let's uh, let's just see who these people? Oh crap! They had no hygiene. Now the Union troops they did have like toothbrushes and like. Tooth powder, which wouldn't actually clean. Instead, they would just it would just shine it, make it shiny. You, but uh, Confederate troops didn't really even have toothbrushes, so I guess those documentary Confederate soldiers with their crackling teeth is a bit accurate. It's date. They obviously, they obviously exaggerated it, okay? It's, like, too obvious. Now, although the Confederate soldier had many hardships, they also had many fun things. For example, they had more paper, so they could have more entertainment. They could also print more newspapers. Although the downside to that is, you know, the propaganda everywhere. Damn you, Jefferson Davis, Dick, Dick Davis. But overall, the Confederate Union troops were, I guess, about equal in uniform. Uh, The Union takes a slight edge when it comes to weapons. The Union is like, is basically like a mountain and the Confederate is like, a little mound of dirt when it comes to food and lifestyle 
But overall, you know, like the fighting parts, they were usually about the same, except usually the Confederates were... They had positions like fortifications and stuff, you know, so that they were more safe. But still, the living conditions were terrible. And that, that. The time travelers just don't go to any time near the Civil War. Got it? Okay, good. But what about... The civilians on each side at the time, and how each government worked. That is a story for next time.